Woke up in this morning and got dressed in all black Monochromatic Mac Lately I've been in my bag Bringing to the table everything you lack Everything you wish you had Praying on my downfall, you still praying for me I know you're trying to ride the wave, you can stop waving to me I know you're thinking it's a game, but stop playing with me This is the playoffs, you way off, your defense is way soft Not even a decent, my team on a plane, we get high as we decent None of this is recent, got this on lock, make your mama call the precinct Asking if she's seen him from AM to PM Except for when we travel in countries, it's European My third eye can't believe it, what my other eyes steady seeing Like fuck a visa, my life is a resort and I ain't leaving. Yeah, fuck a passport, fuck a visa. My life is a resort, and I ain't leaving. I ain't leaving. Lock my body, can never strip my freedom. My life is a resort, and I ain't leaving. 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 My life is a resort, and I ain't leaving. 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 My life is a resort, and I ain't leaving. I ain't leaving. All right, so I'm here with Danielle Beck. Hello. Hi. How are you? Um, so Danielle, just to give a little background, is she does everything. Um, <laughs> no, seriously, she is like a, I, I created this podcast to talk to people who are like very multidimensional and can't be put in a box and stuff like that. I say that in every episode, but you like really, really, really define that. Um, like you do things in fashion, in music, in business, in technology, like everything. Um, and then today, what you what we talked about, you know, discussing yeah. today is something that you put me on in a lot of ways. Like you put me up on so much game in this category, which is astrology. And um, so today, I'm grateful that we get to sit down here at a Manhattan Beach Pier and talk about that. So thank you for joining me. Of course, you. happy to be here. <laughs> no doubt. Um, so yeah, astrology. Like most people, just think like. Oh yeah, you have a sign, and then that sign kind of dictates who you are, what you do, and all that kind of shit. But what you have taught me is that it's very much deeper than that. Like, you don't even just have one sign; you have like multiple signs. Even like, yeah, in the podcast, right? (laughs) Anyway, um, (laughs) yeah, authentic sounds. That's the, the background is a character in the podcast. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, can you explain to people, um, first of all, the difference between signs and like what they they represent? So like everybody has a birth sign and all that, but you know. Okay. Yeah. So basically, your sun sign is overall your identity. Um, a lot of people who don't believe in astrology will go on websites, read basically like their horoscope for the day and they're like that doesn't sound like me at all (laughs) and (laughs) I think that's kind of how I got started with astrology because I'm a Libra and though I do have a lot of Libra traits and characteristics Mm -hmm. I notice that I'm a lot more structured than a lot of other Libras I'm also I would say I'm less flighty than other Libras as well and I was like so why is that why does none of this make sense and I got into reading birth charts And basically, what people don't know is that you're every single sign. So you Mm. encompass all of the 12 signs. Mm. And we think that like, okay, cancers are emotional. Okay, that's one factor about cancers. But when you pair a cancer sun with like a Gemini moon, how does that shape that person? Mm. So. Okay. So it's like equations, basically. Everybody has like a certain amount 
of each sign or whatever, and then exactly. that kind of adds up to what we ultimately see as a personality. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I think it's cool because like astrology almost ties in with psychology in a way because we think the psychology is what fully makes up for our personalities mixed with life experience Mm -hmm. but it's already written in the stars that you're going to be a certain way Mm -hmm. (laughs) throughout your life and though you know those placements change throughout your life depending on the transits but at the end of the day at your core you're someone unique and there's probably only a couple of other people who have the same exact birth chart as you so right okay yeah that's dope um so with, <laughs> with that being said um you've you seem to have like an expertise a lot of times like on certain just how certain signs and certain combinations of signs interact mm-hmm. with one another right so um you know especially when it comes to like relationships people tend to have a lot of questions about like oh is this person compatible with me yeah, he's a gemini with... i'm a sagittarius how does yeah, that work I'm yeah. like, i can't really tell you <laughs> how that works it's not just a one given equation there's like multiple ways that it could work out yeah so with that being said um for yourself mm-hmm. you said you're a libra right what I'm are what are the other signs though that are in your chart that you feel kind of have dictated certain relationships in your life? <laughs> okay so i have a gemini moon the funny thing is i used to hate gemini's based off based off of like the general assumption that Gemini's are annoying. They talk too much. They think they know everything. Only to find out, I have a Gemini moon, <laughs> which actually is one of my favorite placements because that is why I do so many different things because I don't feel like there's a limit on what I can do and I'm always trying to, you know, learn new things mm-hmm. and apply them. I also have uh, Capricorn as my ascendant. So when I'm saying, oh, I'm more structured than other Libras, that's where that comes from. Capricorn is very... What does ascendant mean your in ascendant, terms of signs? Okay, so your ascendant is also known as your rising sign. And it's basically how people perceive you when they first meet you. Mm. It's basically the mask that you wear. So being a Libra, people think I'm extremely social. I love people. And then right. you finally meet me and it's like, she Where? doesn't look like she likes <laughs> me. <laughs> she looks like she's not having fun. <laughs> and that's definitely the Capricorn rising like okay. Capricorn risings look serious all the time they gotcha. don't look like they're having fun okay. but they are in their heads and like I also have Mercury and Libra so Mercury when it comes to signs is how you communicate um, in all aspects all aspects of life so like with my Mercury being in Libra the way that I am in general is how I communicate mm-hmm. I don't like to make wording you know too difficult for people to understand so a lot of people can relate to me when i talk to them versus if i was a complete capricorn i might purposely make things hard for people to understand just to show how smart i am (laughs) so um i also have my venus in scorpio so venus is basically how you want to be loved the types of things that you're attracted to in love and just your overall attraction to certain things so like that can be in a relationship um it can also be like the types of movies that you're into like for me venus and scorpio movies i love horror films i love anything that has to do with death and like murder (laughs) (laughs) all right (laughs) right but those are things that a lot of people with you know scorpio if you have like a scorpio moon or a scorpio venus those are things that you're instantly attracted to so does that mean then uh 
if you have a Venus in um, Scorpio, like you said, that you mm -hmm. are attracted to Scorpios? Not necessarily. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I would say that it's more like Scorpio qualities that I'm attracted to. So gotcha. for me, like relationships have to be intense and it doesn't mean we need to fight every day. It means that I need to feel something deeper than just like physical attraction to you. Mm. So I think a lot of the times like Venus and Scorpio is very picky and like choosy, especially with friends and people that, you know, will end up getting close to them at some point. Like we tend to have a lot of acquaintances and just people who generally like us. But when it comes to getting close to people with Venus and Scorpio, it's really hard. Like you, okay. I've, I've had a friend for, since 2001 so that's what like 19 years mm -hmm. of friendship and i would say that she's just now like getting to the point of seeing like another side of me and you would think somebody who's known you for that long would know like every part of you so right i feel like that's that's definitely a scorpio thing okay we hide okay. ourselves from people until we can like trust you gotcha. with ourselves I know you got a lot of bitches thinking about you And I know you think that I can't really sleep without you But who the fuck do you think that you are? You think that you a star? Oh, you think you really are? Well, nigga, I got options I got holes I got 20 niggas in the queue of my phone So every time you think that you leaving me alone You better think about it Really think about it Okay, I've been there, done that been around since like the summertime of that 08 Been rare, so I don't fuck around You know the city mind and that real shit Come here and I stay ghost Cause I ain't got the time to converse If you run a run game on an all-star little nigga You know I'll drop the top real quick Pull up, take your money, then dip Hold up, get money, save money Get money, don't spend So what, she walking out, I skip Ha, take a pic, don't trip Say you wanna be more than friends Wasn't thinking about all that back then Got a nigga really feeling like bro kill It hit the gas one time and I spazzed out Combinations from the fumes and the advent didn't take long time just to figure out that I'll do it Little time it took for you to change and I knew it Man, I swear these niggas are the same and I knew it Say you don't care, I'll do it Say you don't care, I'll do it Okay, so <laughs> for somebody that's just navigating through everyday life Without mm -hmm. the awareness of these things um, What would you say is like the easiest way for somebody to get started in recognizing certain traits Without like having to read a book about it all day long so the way that i got started was just off of pure curiosity so the first thing that every single person needs to do who is interested in astrology past just your sun sign would be to get a birth chart and the website that i would like highly recommend for getting your first birth chart is cafe astrology because cafe astrology cafe astrology um because it basically like shows you your birth chart so you can look at it from an advanced perspective or just from you know if you need to read up on what placements you have that's an easy way to just see your placements the houses which is something that we also should get into um and it also gives you like a summary without you having to guess on like okay what does this mean it connects everything for you gotcha and you yeah. said the houses mm -hmm. so what is what is that what are the houses so basically for every house there is a sign that rules that house and depending on what placement that is within your birth chart 
that's gonna have an effect on basically how you operate and just life in general okay so i don't want to get like too heavily into the houses because each one can have several different meanings depending on if you're talking about relationships if you're talking about career anything like that okay um but i would say the houses would be your next step after you figure out exactly like what signs are in you know what placements in your chart gotcha mm -hmm. okay so <laughs> um let's say in the event that uh you're dating someone mm -hmm. or you're beginning to date someone and you look up their charters and they're you know their all their information and it says that you're not compatible with this person mm -hmm. Is that automatically just like a red flag and people should just not even pursue it or I think can the chart be incorrect at times? I think you can make things work based on if you want them to actually work. Like I think a lot of people get turned off when they see a chart and they're like, oh no, like we have to end this right now. Right. Which <laughs> that's exactly what I did when I first got into astrology. I was like, oh no like we're not compatible like this is not going to work out but then i started projecting that onto the relationship and it didn't work mm -hmm. so i think it's all about like if you really want something to work it will work mm -hmm. but it depends on if you want to be happy in a relationship depending on like what kind of bond you have with somebody what type of relationship you want with this person whether it's romantic or platonic but it's up to you gotcha yeah so there are there any that you have seen that never work? Ooh. Like any combinations, any specific combinations that you have seen that's like, <laughs> that never works out? I would say that's <laughs> that's a hard one because I've seen like relationships and people have been like, oh, can you do our birth chart reading? And I'll look at the birth charts and I'm like, ooh, this is like, mm -hmm. <laughs> but I don't want to tell them like, mm, this might not work out. Uh -huh. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, you guys are going to have to work through some things. <laughs> and that's kind of like me saying this is probably not going to work out. <laughs> gotcha. But there's never been like a specific pairing. I would just say in general, like some harder pairings are like water signs and air signs. Mm so if somebody has like an air dominant chart they're gonna get on the last nerve of a person who has like a mostly water dominant chart mm. because they're like constantly looking for you to attach to them and like you know become one with them and an air an air dominant person is just wanting to fly away all the time it's like don't trap yeah. me <laughs> i love you but don't trap me please gotcha. okay. yeah that's like definitely one of one of the more difficult pairings, I would say. Uh, yeah, yeah. Feel. What niggas don't know, these niggas don't show, these niggas ain't real. real. These niggas don't 
don't love, these niggas so cold, these niggas don't feel What niggas don't know, these niggas don't show, these niggas ain't real Yeah girl, I did that, hundred racks get my hundred back I beat it up cause it feel good, no feelings baby But your ceiling's crazy and these walls ain't really soundproof I know you focused on other shit you didn't look but I found you I'ma speak some yada that you might believe Then drop you right where I found you You fuck with this cause it sound true I was minding mine and you came along I believe now it's round two Some wasted time that I've lost now It's not coming back The moral of the story is always that, that, that These niggas don't love, these niggas so cold These niggas don't feel What niggas don't know, these niggas don't show These niggas ain't real These niggas don't love, these niggas so cold These niggas don't feel What niggas don't know, these niggas don't show These niggas ain't real Okay, so you were saying that people assume that the masculine is like, you know, emotionless and the feminine is just like super soft. Yeah, like super that. soft or like weak. Whenever people hear feminine, that's what they tend to think. Mm-hmm. But I think it, the only time that it really makes a difference is when a guy has a lot of feminine placements within his chart because he can find it hard to connect with women who might be a little bit more masculine. like his ego might get bruised a lot especially if she's someone who you know is actually like working for herself instead of you know trying to be the trophy wife right for example interesting so that's you're saying that's a man with a lot of feminine in his yeah, chart he might have a lot of like ego issues where it's if like, she's not dependent on him basically mm-hmm. type of thing okay some people need to be needed and mm. that's not like a masculine thing masculine is more so I can operate with or without you, but I'm happy to have you <laughs> if you want to be here. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. So that, yeah, that opens up a whole other conversation. Mm-hmm. Like that, that goes even deeper, which I don't know if we're going to go there today. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to cry. <laughs> nah. <laughs> Wait, what? No. <laughs> See? <laughs> I got a dry eye right now. I'm good. I'm good, guys. We're good. We chillin', we fallin' low to the critics And never know what we're missing. I'm with it But in a minute, I'ma want more than the kissing. You never get what you giving, so selflessness is a given Then you say I keep my feelings to myself Keeping them from you and telling everybody else Where's the love when it's sitting in your chest? Best test of faith is when you giving every breath I'm wicked but never fret, sacrifice for the best Niggas just act like bitches acting like we never guessed That lust and complications be the only thing left That lust and complications be the only thing left Okay, you ready for this? As I'll ever be Okay, so your sun sign is Virgo Yes it is So if we were looking into just like a Virgo basic definition of a Virgo the first thing that comes to mind for me is someone who is very particular Mm -hmm. so Virgos have a refined taste Mm -hmm. in everything (laughs) very picky yes picky people this is very true for instance we just went to eight different restaurants it wasn't eight it wasn't eight it was like three it was I counted eight (laughs) nah no way it was like okay we even sat down at a restaurant just to get up we did (laughs) we did (laughs) 
that is Virgo for you. Yes, it is. I feel like Virgos, <laughs> like, you can immediately tell when someone is a Virgo online. Sometimes you can tell in person if they have, like, a Virgo rising as well. But mostly online, like, you're going to see people who are very particular about the aesthetic that they give off mm. in pictures. Because Virgos want to be seen as perfect in a way. Like... Virgos don't think that they want to be seen as perfect. They think they're being raw, but everything is calculated because they want people to perceive them <laughs> a certain way. <laughs> and I don't think any Virgo will admit that, but that's what I think. I'm not saying anything. I'm just going <laughs> to let you read this. It's silent. It's true. Also, when I think of Virgos, Virgos like to fix things and they like to fix people. So they often see people as projects. Like if you're in a relationship with a Virgo, they're probably going to be like a little bit nitpicky a little bit naggy because they want you to do things that are good for you but they want to like dictate how you can do those things like if you have a problem a virgo is going to be the one to like maybe you should do this you should try that i'm going to help you try that <laughs> because they want to like be a part of your growth and it's innocent but it, like to other people who don't like advice or don't like people with with their hand in their pot it's like abrasive yeah it's like who do you think you are <laughs> like you're not my dad <laughs> you're not even my dad <laughs> you're not my dad um and then you have your moon and Libra. okay so your moon sign is basically your inner self that's how you think it's how you operate like that's who you are at your core okay and this is why it's important to know every single sign and what placement you have because you probably would identify more with a lot of like Libra things versus Virgo things. So if you think about it, like Libras always want balance. They want things to be fair. They don't want anybody to be left behind. They always want to help people as much as they can. So if you were to see like a Virgo who has a Libra moon, like yourself, you're probably like, I know you, so I can't say probably, <laughs> but you're definitely like you have a solid friend circle and I've seen you try to help every single one of your friends in like every single way possible even if you were not in the position to help them you're still like I want to help because if I eat we all eat like that's kind of like <laughs> that's a Libra thing uh, okay. <laughs> um, Libras can also be a little bit like superficial in some ways <laughs> like me being a Libra I know exactly how we can be superficial because like I I don't like when guys wear basketball shorts and that could completely like make me not like you if you're wearing basketball shorts <laughs> and I feel like because you're a Virgo with a Libra moon this is probably <laughs> you at your core <laughs> like if wow you see that something. is some real shit though <laughs> yeah, that is like, some real shit if yeah. you see somebody wearing some shoes that you refuse to wear um, you think of them differently like regardless of if you know that person like you think of them <laughs> so true damn <laughs> and that's where that comes into play okay um <laughs> shit this have, is all pretty pretty accurate so yep. far you have uh mercury and virgo so basically like mercury is communication okay. you are basically like true to yourself when you're talking to people you never try to like conform to how other people are talking to you okay you're always like you know exactly what you want to say you know how you want to say it i feel like mercury and virgo thinks about what they say before they say it so there's always like a pause before they say something they're not ones to just like ramble in a sense unless they're on a rant 
<laughs> and that can which happen. is a Virgo thing. That can definitely <laughs> <Ranting>. happen. <laughs> um, let's see, Venus in Virgo. Oh, that's just my parking thing. Uh, I stopped like 30 minutes. Cool. Um, Venus in Virgo. So Venus in Virgo, Venus in general has a lot to do with like things that you love, like things that you're attracted to. So you're probably attracted to people who remind you of themselves like remind them of you hmm. remind you of them whatever way that yeah. is <laughs> people that remind me of myself yeah okay. and i think like i have a lot of virgo in my chart huh you have three planets oh, okay but you also have capricorn as well so okay um so yeah like venus and virgo you're probably attracted to someone who has their shit together somebody who is like mindful virgos hate when people are not aware of themselves like mm. people are not self-aware that irritates Ooh, you <laughs> boy. so people are like loud <laughs> or if they just like leave things on the floor and you're like staring at the thing on the floor and you're like you don't see that it's on the floor <laughs> that's a virgo thing so they want somebody that they don't have to babysit but that they can like they see people as partners more than they see as like oh that's my wife that's my I don't know like they don't like to claim things in that way it's more so like this is my partner in crime like yeah. it's us against the world <laughs> basically um you have Mars and Gemini so Mars has a lot to do with like your emotions mm -hmm. and it also has to do with like sex so I would say like when it comes to emotions mm -hmm. uh <laughs> Gemini doesn't like emotions mm -hmm. um when you're mad you could probably go on a rant because that's also a gemini thing i feel like gemini's and virgos are very similar in that aspect because if you're mad about something you will not stop going on about it until you feel like you have nothing left in you <laughs> until everybody feels what you're feeling <laughs> i've been heard i can relax yeah it's like okay <laughs> like we don't want to talk to this guy ever again <laughs> but mars and gemini like this also has a lot to do with like where you put your efforts most so like gemini is known for having multiple personalities so you as a virgo though you like to be structured and you like to be seen as this one perfectly put together individual like no other identity like people should know you when they see you mm -hmm. gemini is kind of like fighting that because it's like oh but you know you always wanted to do this you know you always wanted to have that aesthetic or that style mm. and that's where it's like oh that allows you to switch it up a little bit gotcha okay um, so that's a cool little balance thing right yeah All i right. would say mars and gemini also you like people who are intelligent like you like people who know what they're talking about you like when people know a lot about everything yeah. and you don't have to be the one that's like okay they're not the brightest person yes. <laughs> we're just gonna talk about oh yes the that, weather today. You're, you're really just like <laughs> preaching my life right now my god <laughs> yeah that's that's with that um jupiter and leo i believe jupiter has a lot to do with luck and i think jupiter also has a lot to do with like your career path so like that being in leo you want to be known for something whether you know what it is you want to be known for or not like you want to be that person that mm. people can be like he did that like i know him he's the best person ever like that's how you want to be seen <laughs> okay. leos can also be like abrasive 
and also very like stuck in their ways as far as mindset goes like you don't really go outside of things that you know because you feel like if you don't know enough about them then it makes you look dumb basically um with jupiter and leo a lot of like the career paths that you're going to go to are going to be something where you're seeing and noticed so like entertainment is like one of those things which you've been in entertainment so that's probably the longest thing that you've been in i want to say yeah the longest industry and i think like now that you're at a point where you're moving away from it you're probably questioning like okay well how can i be well am i really moving away from it because we're making a podcast right now i mean which is a form of entertainment it's still a form of entertainment yeah but i think like the fact of like being an artist and being seen is like completely different from being behind the scenes now right. no yes. one can see your face yeah. it's just you talking yeah yeah <laughs> i think you still like, <laughs> translate that leo energy in a way because okay. you're like i'm still here mm. you just can't see me anymore gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> um saturn in capricorn saturn is structure and boundaries limits and discipline order conscience realism and maturity which makes a lot of sense with it being in capricorn because you are actually one of the most like structured people that i know really yeah i know a lot of structured people but i feel like you're one of the most structured people that i know (laughs) because i've worked with you musically so i feel like you always have a plan for something Uh, yeah but even like even when you don't want to have a plan you've already kind of planned it out like in your head (laughs) and you're willing to tweak some changes but for the most part you know what you're doing um boundaries limits and discipline i think you have great discipline which is like that's definitely a capricorn thing i know a lot of capricorns who basically are workaholics like every capricorn i know is a workaholic they focus on one thing for their entire life because like they've made it up in their mind that that's what they want to do where that's not like true for you of course even though it's the same industry you're willing to like bounce around and try different things um order conscience realism and maturity i think if you have like saturn and capricorn you probably whether you like it or not like you need structure and you don't really know how to operate without structure like from the time that you wake up in the morning you probably have some type of like routine that you do like you get up go to the bathroom brush your teeth go make some breakfast smoke (laughs) listen to some beats write a song like that's probably something that you're used to as far as routine goes unless somebody can like pull you out of your routine Mm -hmm. But other than that, that's like what you're comfortable with. I could say that's that's pretty accurate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's pretty accurate. Do you have any questions? Uh, nah, nah. You're pretty much like <laughs> everything you're saying so far has just been like uh, like you're reading me pretty well. I gotta say, um, it's interesting just to learn like. Okay, so actually I do have a question. So mm-hmm. when people talk about things like uh, Mercury Gatorade, Mercury. <laughs> Mercury Gatorade, Gatorade and, and <laughs> Venus Gatorade and all this other, and yep. like eclipses and all that kind of shit, right? Mm-hmm. Um, does that, you know, correlate to the sign that I'm in in Mercury? Yes, I think it depends more so on whatever sign Mercury is transiting in at that time. So oh. if Mercury is in retrograde and it's in 
Virgo, for instance, and you have several Virgo placements, mm-hmm. to find out how it affects you, you would just need to type in on Google, of course, like, Mercury is transiting Virgo in my first house. Like, what does that mean? Um, your first house is, like, house of self. Like, your identity, basically, like, your image. So, maybe this is a time where you're thinking about, like, changing your image or something like that. Um, also, like, retrogrades are known for just random things like communication is terrible so there might be a lot of misunderstandings during that time okay electronics go haywire don't get any like major repairs don't get any tattoos don't change anything dramatic during a retrograde because you're going to regret it (laughs) basically that's what that means (laughs) and what else happens during retrograde exes come back or people from your past that like you haven't talked to in forever they just seem to resurface in whatever way they can and it doesn't happen every retrograde but i think it's more so dependent on if you are actively thinking about that person they Mm. appear but i've had retrogrades where no one has reached out to me and it's because i also wasn't thinking about that person so yeah interesting Mm -hmm. very very interesting okay so are we done with my reading is that it that's unless you want to know no, something that's else. It. That's, that's it. That's it. All right, cool. <laughs> so don't tell oh, me. Oh yeah, don't else. tell them nothing else. All right, I don't need people running up on me talking about you like organization, <laughs> don't you? I'm gonna fuck you up. I bought you a binder. <laughs> yeah, I got you this. <laughs> it's a notebook. Like pimp my ride. <laughs> no, but I appreciate that. Thank you for uh, that insight. Mm-hmm. Is there a way that um, you said cafe astrology? Mm-hmm. Um, is there a way that people can interact with you outside of just like astrology stuff, like? What kind of things do you have going on right now that people could tap in with you? Ooh, so um, I am actually launching a Black-owned database, database online. It is launching within like the next three weeks. So basically it's a space for Black professionals, um, Black business owners and customers to unite within one space. It's gonna be really cool because you can create custom profiles, uh, you can interact with one another, also leave reviews and just spread the word about supporting black-owned businesses, so. That sounds necessary and awesome. It's so necessary. And that's launching when? That is launching within the next three weeks. Awesome, Mm -hmm. very awesome. And what is it called? It's called Nuba. Great, and Mm -hmm. people can already follow you on social media and stuff like that, right? Yes, so my personal Instagram is Danielle, D-A-N-Y-E-L dot B-E, and then the Nuba Instagram is N-U-B-A dot U-S. Awesome. Yep. Thank you. I appreciate you. It was my pleasure. For sure, and uh, I'll be putting clips of your music throughout these episodes, or throughout this episode also too. (laughs) At least a couple of your songs. My music from 2001. But people will love it, I'm sure. Um, Yeah, thank you again, and really appreciate your time. Of course. Peace. Goodbye.